Mike, I believe right before we started recording, you said, let's get ready to touch some bums. <laughs> I believe I did say that, Nick. And I you know, did Mike, say that. I think that's a perfectly <laughs> wonderful intro to this episode. So welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm the butt-averse Steve Trollinger. The butt averse Steve Trollinger. Steve, that's not true. You've said many a time on this podcast, you know, I really consider myself an ass man. <laughs> and we're like, Steve, this has nothing to do with the song that we're talking about. Why did you bring that up? Steve the ass man Trollinger. <laughs> and then I and then I box you about the ears for being so pert imperious. Impertinent? Impertinent. That's the word I want to use. That's the main reason we're so happy that we have had to record this podcast remotely for the past couple of months because Steve can't box us anymore. Uh, if it is your first time listening to this podcast, by the way, you made a great decision because this is a fantastic show where we dissect the most bizarre and noteworthy music that we've come across. And I must say, we have listeners all throughout the world, and we are thrilled at everyone who's tuned in. However, guys, I got to say right off the bat, we have a lot of listeners in the UK, and I want to let every UK listener know right now that I am extremely disappointed in you. Wait, why are you mad at the UK folks? Not mad, just disappointed. I'm disappointed because we have been doing this podcast for years now, and we have always been asking our listeners to send us any bad music. We've done, what, seven, eight listener-submitted episodes, and somehow mm. nobody in the UK thought to send us the song, The Cheeky Girl's Cheeky Song, parentheses, Touch My Bum, which premiered in the UK to much hoopla back in 2002, and yet I've never, I had never heard of the song, I had never heard it mentioned. It true, look, not everything makes its way across the pond, UK listeners. We're not, we can't be expected to know all of your wonderful, so bad, they're good songs. Maybe, maybe they just love it so much, Nick, they're like, they'd never cover this, it's brilliant. Maybe they've never actually heard it before and need us to play a little bit of it so they know what it sounds like. What a wonderful segue, Steve. Absolutely. So actually, for any listeners, whether you're in the UK or otherwise, who has not heard Cheeky Song, parentheses, Touch My Bum, here's just a little bit of it by the Cheeky Girls. I already know I'm going to love this song. Is going to be added to my playlist. Yes, I was just thinking. Yes, it, favorite song. It Sorry. does. <laughs> it does smack of the worst instincts of Europe's musical scene. So I'm not surprised. Mike. No, Mike. Specifically, you said when you when you were in that terrible car accident and you had a playlist of just like the most happy-go-lucky, trashy Euro pop, make you feel good music. I feel like this mm -hmm. is the kind of song, along with like the fast food rockers and Aqua, that would have just <laughs> yes. fit snugly right in that playlist. Yeah, it would It would definitely have been a perfect fit. Absolutely. And I, oh, God. Unlike I, the I, shorts I, these two are wearing. <laughs> <laughs> the shorts? They do have some weird shorts on, yeah. Well, there's a, li there's a little bit to explain about this song for those of you who have never heard this before. So getting right into it, uh, these are the Cheeky Girls, a.k.a. Gabriella and Monica Iremia, I believe. Now, I mentioned that I was disappointed in UK listeners for not letting me know about this song. And granted, while they did release a song in the UK, 
They are a identical twin pop duo group from Transylvania, Romania, originally. Are these vampire ladies? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I can see it. I don't know if that's like racist against Transylvanians or not, but <laughs> you know Romania has a rich non-vampire based culture, don't you, Mike? Come on, Steve. Like 30% of their culture is vampiric. I'm just saying I would probably let these ladies, well, they look identical. Uh, well, they're twins. They they could bite my neck anytime. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Steve, I'm That's sure they would love to. Uh, Did you say Steve or Mike? He said Steve. He called me Steve. Oh, my God. You this, know, is, this is not the first was, time I've called out the wrong name in the <laughs> podcasting bedroom that we meet in every week. Steve, I mean, Mike, I mean, fuck. I mean, I don't mind a little role play, Nick. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, look, everything. Look, it's fine. It's all forgiven, Steve. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Uh, so they, so they're identical twins, uh, born and raised in Transylvania. However, uh, they moved to the UK in 2002. Now, in Romania, they had been studying gymnastics and ballet and actually moved to the UK kind of in order to pursue that. However, on a whim, in 2002, shortly after moving to the UK, they auditioned on a UK reality show called Pop Stars The Rivals, which only ran for one season and was basically an American Idol knockoff from everything that I could see on it. And somehow we've never discussed this, gentlemen, but I feel like the Cheeky Girls are the UK's equivalent to William Hung in terms of their career arc, because... The Cheeky Girls auditioned to be on this show. They did not make it past the audition stage because they actually auditioned with this song, which is an original song. This How- song? Yes. So <laughs> I tried to find what their initial audition video was. And for some reason, it's actually extremely difficult to find online. The closest I found was like a retrospective clip because like, you know, it, since then they've gone back and like, you know, looked back at their past audition. I found a brief little clip of what that initial audition looked like, which uh, sounded like this. Come and smile, don't be shy, touch my bum. We the girls failed. There, there's just a little bit of it. The girls failed indeed. <laughs> touch my bum. Mike, you nice. you added notes that didn't exist in their original version. I, this is this is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's. You know, it's my cover. I, I'm going to do a cover of this song. That's, that's but now, the interesting thing is, like I said, this was an original song, but the Cheeky Girls did not write this song. Their mother wrote this song. What? There's a lot to unpack here. And in fact... What, Nick? That's insane. That's... Wh- an, oh, and you know... Oh, my God. And you know, Nick, I feel like you should really love this song because there's just so much wordplay going on in what way well think of it like when you're cheeky you know that's like flirty and yeah mischievous i suppose yep but then also like it's about touching the bum and those are cheeks too so that's true yes is that is that your definition of lots of wordplay? Oh, a yeah. single hey, listen, instance listen. of wordplay? You only need two different things happening for a little wordplay, right? And this is both uh, the Cheeky Girls and their mom's second language. So any wordplay in a second language, kudos, tip of the proverbial hat to them. However, one of the sisters, uh, Gabriella, she actually did an interview with The Guardian recently, kind of talking about how this process came to be, which made my research 
incredibly easy because they just spelled it all out. So huh. she mentioned how they were auditioning for the Royal Opera House, actually, in the UK, when they just happened to audition on Pop Stars The Rivals. Uh, and according to her, quote, we needed to sing something to put, uh, we needed to sing something for our Pop Stars audition. So my mom, Margit, wrote the cheeky song in half an hour. She came up with the idea, <laughs> sang it to us, and said, just do it. We had been cheeky all our lives, stealing things from the fridge or swapping clothes so my mom did not know who was who. It's a unique song about being yourself, not taking things too seriously, no matter what happens in life. Uh, bad things will I happen to everyone, that. so get on with your life with a smile on your face. These girls are awesome. That is, oh, isn't that some great life advice? You know, have a little fun. Like, you know, I think cheeky people are the best. You know, in what in which context? It's in in like like I love that they're identical twins and they were swapping clothes and like confusing her mom who's who. Like I, uh, if I had had a twin in my life, I would have loved to pull that kind of shenanigans. You know, like if you had a twin, I feel like only one of it'd be like a Highlander situation (laughs) where there could only be one Mike Russell in the world. Too bad you absorbed him in the womb. I ate my twin in the womb. So. Half an hour, huh? Yeah, half an hour. You know, in, you know, when Nick forced us all to re-listen to that Monster Mash episode last week, <laughs> despite my uh, other suggestions, um, <laughs> I... That's uh, why Steve's in a bad mood. <laughs> I, I, I noticed while listening to it, I, rem- I was reminded of, uh, of how, how long it took Bobby Pickett to make that song and... And it made him rich, and it also brought to mind the fact that we often we often give Mike a hard time because, it, well, so many reasons, but one of them being he is a he's he's impetuous. He's he's a he's a guy who strikes at the last moment possible, like the guy who does the college project the day before and doesn't have the video ready and brings it in and. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who comes up with the great idea for the episode five minutes before you're about to start recording the episode. And you know what? I give him crap for it. And Nick does behind your back, Mike's. Uh, <laughs> Mike, that is not that true. Um, <laughs> Slander and lies. <laughs> we, we both equally give you the same amount of crap for it. But you we know what? It's, it seems it's okay, Nick. The secret's out. Uh, it, it seems as though that's, that's the secret to success. We <laughs> should just let Mike be Mike. And he'll make us all money, eventually. (laughs) I agree with the end point, Steve, just not the way you got to it. Uh, But yes, to our (laughs) listeners, listeners, if you spent more than an hour working on anything you're passionate at, just go ahead and throw it in the garbage, because you already spent too much time on it for it to become famous. You overthought it. Yeah. (laughs) Although, Steve, I will say, I'm pretty sure the version that their mom wrote, I, I did a little bit of research, their mom was like a violinist and had done a little bit of composition, but she was well-versed in classical music, not necessarily pop music. I'm pretty sure this a cappella version that we just heard is what their mom came up with. Come and smile, don't be shy, touch my bum. I think that is what their mom came up with. And, you know, I, I could see that taking half an hour, give or take. I mean, it's certainly not the the first nor the last song someone wrote in five minutes about somebody's butt. We've covered many of them. We've covered many butts on this butts, podcast. Butts are a great song topic, you know? They, 
People are always going to be liking butts. But actually, we haven't really gotten into the slickly produced version of the song in The real earnest. butt of the song. Yes, exactly. We really haven't gotten, you know, two hands on the, on this song. So let's dive into it. <laughs> A dissection is imperative. So f- I, I believe we've done most of the background you need to know on this. I have some notes fr- from the songwriter, Margie, to their mom uh, that no, I will share a little I bit later. No, I need 30 more minutes of background information. <laughs> I need to know. I must have the lore. The lore of the song. The lore of the cheeky song. Uh, if we don't get more cheeky girl canon, how can we appreciate them, you know? I just imagine a canon that shoots cheeky girls out. <laughs> It's like you're at like a sta- like a like a football game or something, and they're just thoop, thoop. wow, the cheeky girls cannon hit me, yeah. hit me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, let's start at the beginning of the song because there's been a lot of talk about bum touching, but we haven't heard much of that yet. But don't worry, dear listener. So right off the bat, they give us a ton of lyrical complexity, a lot of conflicting metaphors. They really kind of dump a lot on you. So there's a lot to unpack right in this beginning. There's a lot of there's a lot of good Seinfeld material in here. A lot of good Seinfeld stand-up material. Are they good boys? Are they good girls? Are they bad girls? Are good boys? Are they boys? Are they girls? Who are they? <laughs> What's the deal with cheeky girls? Are they cheeky girls or cheeky guys? Well, Steve, I would argue that they are establishing who their target audience is for this song, is for all the cheeky boys and girls. I I think this is off to a great start. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you, I mean, if your body ain't moving at the club when this song comes on, you're not looking around being like, where's all the cheeky girls at? Where's all the cheeky boys at? Let's start bumping cheeks. Let's go. Like... Respectfully. And exactly. That could be... Of like, course! That could be head cheek to butt cheek. It could be head cheek to head cheek. It could be, it could be <laughs> hey, whatever cheeks you want to uh, bump. Nick, you're thinking out of that cheeky box there. I like that. Uh, so yes, we have established ooh boys, cheeky girls, ooh girls, cheeky boys. Real, real inverse situation going on. I like it. Like Mike said, we're off to a great start. Let's see what else they have to say. Boys, ooh, boys, So far, so far, this is just this is just how Mike and I have a relationship. (laughs) I never ever ask where did you go. I never never ask ask, what do you do. I never ask what's in your mind. I never ask if you'll be mine. Steve, I just like to tell you all this shit before you can ask me. That's why. Just (laughs) yes, Steve. You never have to ask because Mike will volunteer it. (laughs) And you already know I'm always yours, Steve. Oh my God! This is a very special episode of the Song Top Report. I really hope that the uh, we're recording this. I really hope someday people will see that my response to Mike saying that was to yawn derisively. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know it was a yawn with love. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. Um. So, so these cheeky girls here, yes. really about keeping it cash. You know, really keeping it casual. They uh, they don't want to know where you're going, what you're doing, what you're thinking about. They just want. I'm gonna guess for you to grab their butts. That's that's as far as this. That's, that's not something you should guess at. Okay. I'm only assuming because of the title of the song. The title's pretty, pretty sure. ambiguous, okay, guys? I'm pretty sure this is what they want me to do. <laughs> is that what you'll say in court, Steve? <laughs> no, I would say yes. Obviously, you know, consent consent is key in all of this. However, this song, as we will get into, seems to be a fairly... Fairly open invitation, but uh, they they lay that out very clearly in the very next line. <laughs> yeah, this is life, baby. Yes, come and smile. Don't be shy. Touch my bum. This is life. Uh, There's a lot of depth to that. There's a lot of depth to this bum if you really think about it. I just find it interesting that they picked the one part of a woman's body that is quite quite unrelated to life-giving properties. Steve, that's not what they're talking about, obviously. (laughs) They're talking about, like, you know, this is the life. Like, if you're at, like, I don't know, a wonderful resort someplace, you're not... No, no, grammatically, no. They're not saying this is the life. They're saying, touch my bum. This is life. Steve, I think you're taking a very literalist interpretation of the song, Cheeky Song, Touch My Bum. Take take this, for this is my body, which shall be given up for you. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This song is played at every Catholic <laughs> baptism. You know what? When I the next time I get a piece of Jesus, I hope it's his butt. You know what I mean? That's, that's I they never it. specified the, what part of the flesh the Eucharist is of Jesus. They don't. Yeah, I got a piece of Jesus ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to eat some Jesus ass. Let's. Oh Jesus! Oh, God, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, for Mike's immortal soul, Nick, you have to cut that out of the episode. <laughs> Too late. I, God I, already I heard remember, it. I oh. remember. No, because I remember a specific section of Le- of Leviticus that very specifically talked about how if you edit things out of a podcast, God considers it null and void. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the equivalent the equivalent of saying like ten Hail Marys, huh? Like <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, God God's very very far thinking guy. Probably because of the whole like omnipotence and omnipresence thing. Mike, what were you saying? Uh, what was I gonna say? <clears throat> oh, bum touching. <laughs> this course. is life. Yes, I was just gonna argue the point that listen, you know, bum touching essentially is first base. You know, that's where you're you're, you're getting a make out and you're grabbing some ass, and that leads. To life making of the mating dance, Steve. Once again, I feel like both of you guys are focusing on like a a strangely reproductive angle to this. I think it's more like this is the life. Like the term life is more of like a colloquial expression. Look, Nick, don't take issue with me just because I'm an originalist and I approach the lyrics to this song from an originalist 
literalist perspective, all Steve, right? I, Those I, are perfectly cromulent viewpoints, Nicholas. Are you trying to keep my political views out of the out of the discussion? Are you trying to cancel me, Nick? <laughs> Is that what you're doing here? Are you trying to cancel my conservative, literalist, <laughs> originalist views of the cheeky song? Because if you are there, I I don't I I can't uh, I I'm gonna have to go on several TV shows to talk about how much I'm being canceled. Steve, don't you worry about it. Guess what? Parlor's back up, and you can do a parlor post on the cheeky girls and get your opinion out there. Oh my God, listeners! Steve was so distraught when he found out <laughs> Parlor had been taken down. All of his messages, his account was totally wiped. <laughs> but Steve. <laughs> To counter your literal, I was about to make a very poor taste joke, and I stopped myself. Oh, come on! Say this is it, the best. say it, say it's it. Steve. No, Nick will keep it in. <laughs> yeah, it's not will. the first time you've yelled that out, Steve. <laughs> but Steve, to counter your literalist perspective on the song lyrics, I literally not what. 10, 15 minutes ago, quoted uh, performer Gabriella Idermia of the Cheeky Girls saying, quote, it's a unique song about being yourself, not taking things too seriously, no matter what happens in life. What happens in life, I think that is the life that the Cheeky Girls are referring to. Nick, Look, I don't think we are in a position to determine what the founders or the Cheeky Girls said originally. Are you saying too much time so, has passed to understand too the much original time has intentions? Passed. They, they didn't understand what they were saying. They couldn't have seen how far into the future that we would take this. Nick, I got to say, I agree with you. This, Thank you. This is a, because you're right. Their, their whole mantra is live life, have fun, and don't take it too seriously, right? I thought you were going to say live life, have fun, butt stuff. But do butt stuff. Yeah. Look, if that, if that is what you're into, in all senses of the word, go for it. But that's what they're saying. They're like, come and smile, which is like, yo, Don't have a shy. good time. Don't be shy. Don't hold back. But like, you know, wow, touch my bum. Whatever. <laughs> Mike, let's, let's have this. <laughs> I, so I just realized I'm reminded of what I was saying literally right before we hit record about how I'm trying to like figure out the barriers in my life about what stops me from doing something. And I think the cheeky girls are truly like the anthem to not holding back on like preconceived or societal no, not norms, but just like anything telling you to like not do something when there's literally no reason to not to not to do. Touch the bum of life, of your life. I'm writing a self help book in collaboration with the Cheeky Girls. You're either writing a self help book or a double mint gum commercial. <laughs> Grab your life by the bum. I like yes. that. All right. <laughs> Grab your life by the butt and don't let go. Uh, but then we get into the course. Now, this course is very important because I didn't really give the song stats about how successful the song was. This was kind of, this was obviously the song they auditioned with where they became famous. It was their first single. But the Cheeky Girls released two albums. They had four top 10 UK charting hits, including this one. Uh, one of their albums, their debut album, went silver. And this song that we're covering today specifically moved 1.2 million units. 
This was not an under the radar novelty song. This song had legitimate success on like that, the radio. That's nothing. Mike day trades two point one million units a day. <laughs> yeah, those Dogecoin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Before we start recording, we were talking about cryptocurrency, and Steve said, "You better." Mike had a Dogecoin hat for Christ's sake that he did take off. That I didn't. I, I didn't notice when you did. Oh, uh, did you want? You want me to leave it back on? There we go. To the moon, Nick Diamond Ants. Just listen to Papa Musk. You're gonna be all right. I think Steve is strangling Mike with his eyes somehow. Uh, you brought it up, Steve. Don't be <laughs> shy. Strangle Mike. This is life. <laughs> This is death. (laughs) Sounds more like a Six Feet Under song. So the Cheeky Girls have established who they are and then by proxy who we are. Guys, we are literally the Cheeky Boys. Guys, I feel like we need to make a Cheeky Boy response video. We're only 19 years too late. We need to grab, we need to get some shorts. We got to get some short shorts. What kind of shorts are these? What what kind of shorts would you call these? Oh my God. I'm sure you can't buy these in America. Yeah, I'm sure you can't buy them in America. They're like platinum silver booty shorts. That- I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna track. Would you guys dance no. with me if we got some um, some booty shorts? I love how Mike was like, the booty shorts will be what'll really cinch it. Like, okay, guys, dance with me only if we get the booty shorts. <laughs> oh well, since we're getting booty shorts, that's obviously. But you don't like- yeah. Give the listeners what they want, guys. They want some cheeky boys. Listeners, do you want Cheeky Boys? Contact that's us. The, the song that's going to be the poll. That's going to be the poll. That's uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it later, but that's what it's going to be. Steve. Only <laughs> only if you provide dance belts, because I made the mistake of not wearing one once, and it was not a good idea. Oh, there's a story there. But also, Steve. Many people saw my junk that day. Many people. <laughs> it was a dark day. I don't know. So, Mike, I, I'm sure you're on board, but Steve, I don't like. I don't want to speak for you, but I am totally willing to sell my body to promote this podcast. If, <laughs> if the listeners oh. want to see a cheeky boy counter dance, there is many a many a outline shimmy. You know what? I'm willing to do that. You know, we already have I mean, our OnlyFans account. This is just the next logical step. I mean, if you go back and listen to the tape not like 30 seconds ago when Mike said the words, do you guys want, I said no before he said the predicate. So. <laughs> See, that's just an impulse, though. You should listen. No. There. See, I thought about it. You well, it's know, progress. If you, but if you also listen back a little ways, Steve, didn't you say something about, man, should, we should just listen to Mike's ideas and just... Get rich off doing it there. No, I said you should listen to your own ideas and allow us to profit from them. Okay. <laughs> Technically, what? yes. Although I like your interpretation of what you So heard. you want to profit off my body. <laughs> wow, Steve, pimping out your co-host yet again. If the Speedo fits. <laughs> and it Which will, it won't. Steve. They'll be silver. We'll be dancing. I'll be sure of it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So... I suppose I should mention a little bit more about the songwriter before we get into the second verse. No, Steve, I think this is the first time we've ever covered a song where the song was performed by the daughters of the songwriter. I don't think that has happened before. Yeah, that's so fascinating. It's odd because they also, like, their mom sounds like fun. I I bet their mom was. 
Oh, well, a trap. Well, you know, you know what's. Uh, what Mike? did you almost call Mike? I called him Mike. I certainly didn't almost call him Steve. Uh, Mike, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I tried to find, I tried to go on Google Images and find an image of their mom, uh, Margit. There's not many, like they, but I did find some. They usually have like a Shutterstock thing over them. Uh, but this is, hang, this is the songwriter of uh, Touch My Bum. And you know, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll post this to Instagram just so you can see who wrote Touch My Bum, This Is Life. This I mean, if, lady. You, if you want to pay Shutterstock, sure, go ahead. <laughs> I, I believe it. I can just imagine. <laughs> she looks... Exactly She's like cheeky. someone's this Romanian is... mom. <laughs> oh man, that's cheap. she's a very cheeky lady. Although she did have they they have a weird dynamic with their mom. She's not officially their manager, as far as I can tell, but they seem to do whatever their mom says. In fact, their mom mom's always right. Didn't you learn that, Nick? Well, I guess in a way she's right because the cheeky girls were I think nineteen or twenty when the song came out when they auditioned and did this. Um, since then, I did some research. Uh, they've had quite a few ups and downs, I'll just say, like involving depression, some botched plastic surgery. They had like a dark phase, shortly, like not shortly after the song came out, but like from t- 2005 to 2015, um, <sighs> they went through a rough patch. However, uh, over the past two or three years, they seem to have had a wonderful turnaround. They're both doing very well. So, oh. I, so like I'm very heartened to hear that. But their mom almost So seemed, this this show won't send them over the edge is what you're saying. I don't think so because actually one thing that the cheeky girl said, I have a quote from their mom, but before I say that, Gabri- uh, Gabriella said, uh, quote, "People tell us that the song and dance routine were important childhood memory for them. That gives you good satisfaction that you've had input on somebody's life. Yes, it has been voted the worst song ever, but I think that's just people's way of saying it's the best song ever." You know what? You take something, you flip it, and you <laughs> resell it, it to yourself. <laughs> you take no. the good, you take the bad, you take the bad and say it's good, and there you have the facts of spin. The truth, they're not wrong, though, right? If a, if a song gets recognized and gets so much attention where people have to say, this is the worst song, it's not really the worst song. The worst song... Was probably that Thanksgiving song I made you guys listen to, where he was talking oh about boy. putting the turkey turkey in the oven at four hundred degrees or whatever. Uh, yes, but nobody would ever talk about that. This I don't know. I've heard cake songs worse than that. Cake songs, <laughs> the band yeah, Cake. Yeah, you know Cake, the distance, short skirt, long jacket. No. Okay, well, the, Nick, the, Nick, Mike, Nick, no, Nick, Mike, Nick, Mike, Mike, I want a girl in a short skirt. And a long jacket. Mike, oh. this is a di- this is a different episode. This is a different episode. That, that we is have a to, future episode. We have to yell at Nick about no. So, cake. They're a band. They're known for being very monotone in their singing. So, I was making a comparison between them and and the other guy, but it's all been lost on you, and you forced me to try to explain it for the past three minutes. I'm sorry, so. I don't just implicitly know the things that you know, Steve. We can't all live hey. in your world. Hey. Don't tell me what I don't already know about why the world sucks. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, I want just like a picture of Steve's face on a shirt with that quote. That's <laughs> but real quick, to, qu- to quote oh. their momager, uh, Margie Tamiravia. Momager. 
Quote, I've told the girls that there is a limited time they can do this, be performers, basically. So they're preparing themselves for a new life by doing apprenticeships and courses. Gabriella has done three cosmetic courses, and Monica is into car sales. They are passionate car drivers, both of them. Of course I get asked all the time to do another cheeky song. People say, one hit wonder. But the girls do one-hour shows with a lot of original songs, and they're all good. But to come up with another song of the same caliber as the cheeky song is just physically not possible <laughs> is the quote from the songwriter of the song that sort of genius nick strikes one lightning yeah. in a jar <laughs> well i want to hear some more yeah yeah we still have a little more to go cheeky, cheeky. <laughs> oh, it's the cheeky boys <laughs> The dance is incredible. Oh, hell yeah. The dance is incredible. The cheeky boys and cheeky girls, everyone's grabbing their own bums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely interested. To any of our UK listeners, let us know, is this song actually like, was the song ubiquitous circa 2002? Or was it, or did it fly more under the radar? I, I Based on what I understand, it seems to have been popular, but I'm curious if this is like nostalgic for anyone because it's a straight up banger. This is the best song ever. Yes, Mike, 100%. Was 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 the second verse the same as the first? Uh actually, I'm comparing genius lyrics. Where do you go? What do you do in your mind? You'll be mine. What do you do? What do you do? What's in your mind if you'll be mine? Uh yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they're exactly the same. Yes, cuz because you know what this song shouldn't suffer from is versatility of language. You know what, Steve? Let me school you for a moment on another song, Topsy alumni, by the name of Cisco, who, in composing the thong song, specifically said he didn't want too much complexity to the lyrics because it could distract from it being a dance hit. And I think the cheeky girls were just operating on that same wavelength. So, Nick, when you decided to bring this episode for us to discuss yes did you know that there's really only one verse of lyrics <laughs> well obviously i did steve but to be honest i was kind of hoping we would have impulsively started a dance party at this point and i'm a little disappointed that we're all still just sitting here not touching our bums and not Why celebrating that this like not touching bums that's it <laughs> don't be shy steve is the only one not up and touching Come his bum on, right steve, now so that's touch the my hey. bum <laughs> This hey, is life, yes. Nick, I want you to remember this moment a week from now when it's two in the morning and you're at your computer editing 
and you go, why does Mike's sound cut off here? <laughs> I don't care, Steve. Why can't I hear Mike's voice? Damn it, why is he so far from the mic? Remember whose fault it truly is. I would is. rather have bad audio, but know that Mike is touching his own ass, than great audio, knowing that, Steve, you are not touching your own ass. We just want you to touch your ass, Steve. Touch your ass. Touch your ass. This is life. This is life. Well, you know, guys, I'd really love to touch an ass, but unfortunately, due to COVID, I can't get anywhere near the two of you. <laughs> oh, what a ribald statement, Steve. Really, really hoisted us by our own petards with that one. Look, this is my this is my roast episode, all right? This, I'm working on my roast jokes. <laughs> you need to work oh. on touching your ass more, Steve. <laughs> okay. And I'll say that any episode. Give that ass some hey, love, Steve. Hey, you can't say that to me. Only my proctologist can. <laughs> I just imagine the rubber gloves snapping. Don't be shy. This is life. <laughs> no. You know, I got that done once. And oh, wait, no. Please tell us the story in exquisite, minute detail. That was we a, need that, 20 Mike minutes was, of material. Mike was being a different kind of cheeky boy that time. All right. I, now, I may, I may have discussed this in a past episode, so I don't have to go into too much details, but let's just say... I went to a weird urologist. Let's just say someone stuck their hand up my ass. <laughs> he did. But it was after he took... So the man had... So the doctor... We hope. To quote, uh, in quotations. He had, um, he had a, a wacky facility where it was like in an apartment building. It's going like to say a, wacky facility. Is he Willy Wonka and the, <laughs> and the quote, chocolate factory, unquote? <laughs> but I go in... And he takes me back into his den, and it's like it's all decked out, and he's got all these. Um, he was honorably discharged, right? This is, it might ring a bell, but in any case, he uh, he is harasses. That what they call it? He, he harasses me for having premarital sex, and says that's inappropriate. He really he really got up on a soapbox on that one, and then he takes me in the other room, and uh, yeah, man, he gives me the old uh, the old prostate exam. And, and Mike, you, you said I have a sore throat when you came in, right? <laughs> but all I can say is... All I can say is he had a bug up his ass and his hand was in mine. <laughs> I think the worst part isn't, isn't getting the prostate checked, but it's the fact that you got to deal with the lube up your ass when you go to work afterwards for the whole day. Ooh. So if I were to, if you have a proctology appointment or a prostate exam, listeners, let me tell you, take the day off from work so you don't have to walk around with lube up your ass all day. I am getting like an inspirational poster that just has that sentence written on it, Mike. Unless that helps you with your day job, I don't know what you do for a living, <laughs> audience. I can only think of a couple of professions where a little lube in the ass would be helpful, Steve. Politician, um, <laughs> New York City mayor. Ah, there yes. we go. Hey, That's hey, something that'll unite the people. Yo, just like, yeah, unite the people with, through dance. Did you, did you see de Blasio with the dancers? <laughs> that was something. <laughs> We're bringing this city back through dance. Touch like, my bum. Uh, this is life. If the cheeky girls I were there see with... I want de Blasio doing this. That's it. That's, that's... Although the cheeky, bur... <laughs> the cheeky girls is just de Blasio. 
<laughs> More bike lanes, Mr. Mayor, you can touch my ass. <laughs> I, that's that's got to be the new thing to yell at people. Ah, touch my ass. Because <laughs> you're forcing them to do it tenderly with your consent. Uh, but they continue. So, listeners, the music video is great because the lyrics do pop up on occasion, so it feels more like a sing-along. Nick, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're trying to hide the future lyrics from us? You're trying to keep future lyrics a surprise? You can't see it, listeners. Nick has the genius lyrics up, and he's only showing us the little bit that, <laughs> that we're about to see. He doesn't want to spoil the next part of the song. He doesn't want to spoil the rich tapestry that the lyrics are about to weave for us. Yes, Steve, because the part where they suddenly deconstruct Marxism, I wanted to keep separate. <laughs> I do like, uh, I learned how to count to four in Romanian. Uno, doi, tre, si. Right? I believe so, yes. I don't know what other language they'd be counting to three in. Oh, is it one, two, three, yes? Is that what you're saying? Well, that I don't see. know. I don't think Uno, it's Spanish. Uno, doy, tre. Uno, doy, tre, si. It's not Spanish. It's not Italian. I, I know enough from my... Oh, it's got to be, oh, be Romanian. It's got to be. It's I not mean, Portuguese. It's, well, it's a romance language. Literally, a Rome ants language yes. Romanian so <laughs> is that, oh, that, do, that doesn't add up it's is derived that from Latin was in Rome wait I'm sorry Mike did you want me to talk about Roman history on our podcast today <laughs> wait wait are if you, you want telling it, me if, I... if you wanted it to be four hours you should have told me that ahead of time <laughs> this can be hardcore history if we all wanted oh, hardcore history that sounds like a, a fun porno educational it's a well-known history podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, get off your high horse, Mr. I-don't-know-who-cake-is. Steven, isolation, listen to the sentence you just said. Oh, Mr. I-don't-know-who-cake-is. <laughs> well, yeah, if you listen to anything in isolation, it sounds stupid. Speaking of which, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on Podchaser. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but there is a there is one last little chunk of new lyrics in <laughs> one last little cheek of new lyrics uh in this song. Bubbles! Come and join the cheeky crowd. This is what you want. Come and sing the cheeky song. Our cheeky song. Woo! Come and join the cheeky crowd. <laughs> this is what you want. Come and sing the cheeky song. Steve, you can join the Cheeky Club as well as sing a Cheeky song. I'm joining the Cheeky Club. Listeners, you can't see it, but Steve has the biggest grin on his face <laughs> and almost is like crying because of like what he feels like he, he didn't know he needed up until this point, but it was to join the Cheeky Club. Mike, please right. con continue to describe how much Steve is smiling for the listeners. <laughs> I mean, Steve, I mean, the it's... <laughs> it's ear to ear a toothy grin he's got a I real don't see toothy that often, grin <laughs> not since he shoved 18 no excuse me 25 hot dogs in his mouth during that Nathan's commercial have I seen Steve so happy he's feeling cheeky 
<laughs> the close I the closest I would admit to getting is feeling butt hurt. It's <laughs> in the same ballpark. <laughs> eh, touch my ass, Steve. <laughs> touch my ass, Mike. <laughs> you go to hell and touch my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that. I think we can make that catch on. Uh, and you, you know what? You can touch my ass too, Nicholas. <laughs> With pleasure. Uh, and then the chorus uh, goes through again. Talk. Can we talk about the bubbles? Can we? Yes, please. Oh, what, what, Steve? What, Steve? You guys... I know. I was gonna say. I don't think I've ever heard a song that could both program someone for a cult and deprogram someone for a cult at the same time. <laughs> the cult being the cheeky club. Just in general, this has a very like. Uh, what is it? What is it called when you try to affect someone's subconscious through like imagery or advertisement or? Oh, that, uh, subliminal, subliminal messaging. So yeah, it's it seems like fairly. It's kind of seems like that a little bit, like subliminal messaging. Like they're trying to underneath this. There's like a waveform we can't see without a computer that is like affects the limbic system of the brain that makes us join some sort of crazy cult. And the words like unscramble in our heads and Steve, they what would tell the, us where to go for the meeting. <laughs> and, what would the tenants be for this cult based on this song? Um, ass is life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dianetics. <laughs> Battlefield Earth is the greatest novel ever made. I was in a used bookstore uh, just this weekend and saw a copy of Battlefield Earth, and I almost bought it. I can do one better than that and say that I thought I had thought up of a really good science fiction story to turn into a novel and then realized halfway through that I had just recreated the plot of Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Which, let uh, me tell you, is a hard thing to face in oneself. Oh. Like, I thought I had a really good idea. Turns out, I just came up with a super <laughs> hack idea based on the superest hack that ever hacked. <laughs> you copied Elron Hubbard. This is life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's about it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Mike wanted to talk about bubbles. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, sorry. Talk about the yes. bubbles. You guys ever been? You guys, so so in the music video, listeners, if you're ever watching, you'll see the bubbles. Uh, you guys ever been to uh, a bubble club? Not a bubble club. Uh, I mean, not in a bubble in club. The club Mike, when the bubble, bubbles bubble, come bubble, out. Bubble Mike, club. Bubble club. Mike, yes. uh, allow me to answer a hundred thousand questions for you at the same time. <laughs> I have never been to a club. So from henceforth, whenever you ask us, as you are wont to do on a regular basis, hey, have you guys ever been to a blank club? The answer is always going to be no. We can change that, Steve. Yeah, Your Steve, history is not done. We gotta take Steve clubbing. First post-pandemic activity, Steve. You're going clubbing with us, and we're gonna request the cheeky song. And then we're gonna get bubbles. I'm burning bubbles. Don't be shy, Steve. Touch our bums. Touch this is life. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, are the are the bubbles the liquid they use for the bubbles some sort of secret psychedelic psychoactive substance that gets everyone tripped out and like gets their subconscious to to like surface and their consciousness to submerge so that they're more open to suggestibility? 
Steve, sometimes the bubbles are just bubbles. No. No, they're not. <laughs> there must be meaning. There must be. There must be. Oh, man. I'll tell you, bubbles in the club are fun, though. That's all I wanted to say. It's a, it's a good time. <laughs> well, I'm glad I took us on this trip. <laughs> Me too, Steve. Uh, but then uh, that's basically it for the song. All right. Oh, cheeky, cheeky. Screw you, Nick. You can't say that's basically it for this song. This was basically it for this song 45 minutes ago after <laughs> the first 30 seconds. Steve, that is because you chose to see this without seeing the depth and complexity that the cheeky girls are clearly working at, or more specifically, their mom was working at. There you go again, trying to cancel my originalist conservative views. To quote the original performer of the song, Steve, it's a unique song about being yourself, not taking things too seriously, no matter what happens in life. Bad things happen to everyone, so get on with your life with a smile on your face. That is the song. Hey, who's to say what the original performers of the song intended, all right? Not me. Hey, when life knocks you down, you get off your ass and start grabbing some ass. That's... (laughs) Pull yourself up by your own ass straps. (laughs) Nick, is there something you want to tell us? That I own something called ass straps? (laughs) You've heard of assless chaps, but have you tried ass straps? I had hoped you weren't renting them. (laughs) Listen, you got to try before you buy. It just makes more sense. Uh, But we digress. We digress this entire episode. That is... The Cheeky Song, Touch My Bum, by the Cheeky Girls. They have done other songs. Like I said, two albums, four top ten hits. We've got more Cheeky Girl songs we could cover, Steve, if 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 you want more of the lyrical complexity that you were exposed I to. I bet we could cover at least a dozen of them in a single episode. <laughs> Guys, when we make our cheeky, uh, you know, cheeky dance, Not our cheeky when, boy dance, yes. Uh, so I'm looking here. I gotta I'll also admit, I'm down to wear the cheeky boy outfits as well as the cheeky girl outfits. Oh, but yeah, the, che- the early those 2000s. Those cheeky boy outfits were, uh... <laughs> just boy band knockoff early 2000s, the, you know... Giant fucking pants. You oh, can yes. fit three people in those pants. Yeah, spaghetti straps and giant pants. <laughs> and then beanies. Oh, God, what a wasteland of fashion that decade was. And binkies. Binkies yes. for all adult males. You get a binky. You get a binky. Were dudes sucking on binkies? No, I just feel that that would complete the look that we were describing. Oh. Oh, 100%, Steve. 100%. 100%. I don't know what clubs do. I don't know what happens in them. Well, Steve, well, you will find well, out at some point. There's, you, don't mean, have a, you don't have a choice in the matter. This will happen at some point. I think, I think your wife will approve. She's going to be like... Do you approve Steve's wife? Contact us. <laughs> the song tops are reported. Gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, but that is it for the cheeky song touch my bum Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, joining us on our most recent and possibly most complex dissection of a song we've ever done Uh, you can follow us on social media Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook we're posting fun stuff there all the time so you are missing out if you're not following us all your friends are and uh, you are if you're experiencing a feeling of FOMO this is the reason why so jump on that and you can also follow me on uh, my personal Twitter and Instagram. Just look for Nick Brigadier. And uh, Mr. Mike Russell, where can we find you? And what were the poll results the last time we had a new episode? 
Yes, 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 yes. So, ah, so our last poll uh, was from the our wrestling episode, uh, and you know, inspired by the rocks uh, Python. We asked what your flavor of uh, your favorite. flavor. What, yes. What's your favorite pie? Um, so, and you know what? I'm going to shout out the tag. I'll shout out the Instagram tags too. Why not? So the sinning DJ says walnut meringue pie. Okay. Am I saying that? Is that yeah, meringue? meringue? Yeah. 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 Walnut meringue. Gav Berdan uh, likes the meat pies. Lumberjane of all trades. Bumbleberry. What's bumbleberry? What's the note? Is it like uh, you, you just squash up a bunch of bumblebees and throw them in? Like a bumbleberry pie is a mixture is a bear is a mixed berry pie. So it's all of the any fruit that would go in a pie and apples. So it's like Holy anything that has the word berry in it and plus an apples. So a plus and apples, I said. Plus and apples. Plus the apples. That's you got my the apples brain. and the berries. It's essentially a compl- It's like a Frankenstein pie. Franken pie. Yes. The Franken pie. Oh, Franken pie. I love it. Bobby uh, Boris Pickett was working on it. Photo Rob. I was working <clears throat> in my fucking bakery late one night. <sighs> oh, I. Photog Rob says he likes lemon pie, and mm. then also through somebody. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is. They like hair pies. <laughs> so gross. Huh. Neat. <laughs> you you know what that is, though, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, all the more power to uh, you. To any listener who doesn't, just look it up. Okay. Or don't. <laughs> but um, so those are your oh, and also um uh another another listener said they liked um pecan pie. Despite the rock not liking pecan yeah. pie, I admired her uh <laughs> that she still was like stepping up for the pecan pie. Uh I like pecan sandies. I don't know if I've ever had pecan pie though. Not in recent memory. Usually, in any case, uh, so today's poll though. I'm surprised that you expected a response to that. (laughs) That's not a conversation starter. That's a statement of fact. Yeah. Uh, So for myself, for this poll for this week, like I said earlier, you know what? We're gonna. It's. I don't. I don't know how long it will take, but let's say we. If there was a dance video to be made of the cheeky song. Which fashion should we go with? Are we cheeky girls or cheeky boys? You tell us. Yeah, way to put that decision in the hands of people who don't have to be on video. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Where's your sense of adventure? Put your faith in strangers. Put your faith in strangers. <laughs> this is life. life. This is life. Yes, Steve. Let strangers on the internet dictate a video that will live until the end of time, Steve. Where's your sense of adventure? I had the proctologist remove it. <laughs> I got a sense of adventure stuck up my ass. <laughs> really got up deep in there. Steve, where can we find you and your sense of adventure? Can find me at the proctologist's office every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Welcome to the proctopsy report. <laughs> Dead ass, Nick. Dead ass. <laughs> Is that what you were diagnosed with at the proctologist? Yes. yes. The Proctopsy Report. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram throwing out all sorts of fun puns like that at uh, Your Man Trollo. Uh, also, my personal website, stephentrollinger.com, our own Dapper Devil website, dapperdevilproductions.com, and 
wherever hot dogs are sold. Yes, Steve. Uh, and to our listeners, once again, please check out Steve's Instagram if you want to see Steve shove 31 hot dogs into his mouth at the same time. It's fantastic. It, and Andy Cohen's there. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Eat the hot dogs. This is life. God, wow. What a universal anthem. I didn't realize how, how great the song truly was. Uh, and with that sudden last-minute realization, thank you so much for joining us, listeners. And until next week, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm an ass man. Yes. Bow, bow. <laughs> yes, Steve, accept man. it. Embrace it. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs>